this episode of the Sustainable Fashion Podcast, I'm speaking to Darren Bunce about blockchain, fashion and our digital future. So welcome to the Sustainable Fashion Podcast. We're back again with another conversation about our digital future. And I've got an amazing entrepreneur with me today. Darren Bunce and he's also a marketing expert um, and he's got a lot to share with us today about blockchain technology and how that's impacting industries. Um, yeah, so Darren, um, do you want to just give a quick introduction um, about yourself? Tell me a bit about your background and when did you get started, started getting involved in blockchain technology? Yeah, sure. Um, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I've got a, a long history in marketing. Um, basically been in marketing and business my, my whole uh, adult life, lots of different ventures, um, my own and helping other people with theirs uh, across many industries and uh, products. And uh, now I, I run a company called Deco Group. Uh, it's an online platforms company. And I'm also a marketing consultant to, to various different businesses. Um, and yeah, the I've kind of got into blockchain since around about 2013, where I started to explore Ethereum and the possibilities how um, data could be managed online and, um, yeah, all of the great things that could be done in terms of building assets, um, one thing and another. And, um, yeah, intellectual property, copyright management and all of these sorts of things. So, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's the interest, really. Yeah. So um, today we're going to be talking about blockchain for sustainable fashion. So, um as you know, the Sustainable Fashion Podcast is listened to by industry experts in the fashion industry and also startup businesses that we come across to kind of help them understand more about sustainability. And we really like to focus at the moment, we're looking at our digital future. So we're looking at the intersection between technology and sustainability and innovation is definitely my my passion. So um, that's why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a marketing expert, can you share a little bit about in, when we're thinking about sustainable fashion businesses, can you share a little bit about how you think the transparency and traceability of the blockchain provides help and support to sustainable fashion in your perspective? Yeah, um, I think the, the big part is that from a, a supply chain point of view, um, all of the data that becomes immediately available to everybody um, so with with all of the data that can be available to all actors within a supply chain um, is is a is a huge benefit for everybody and uh, can can help make supply chains much more efficient um, you know there's the ability to to optimize um, to, to a great degree and uh, yeah I think that's that's a, a big one um, you've got the ability for different parties to share all kinds of data with each other, you know, in a split second within an instant. So, so I think that's the big, the big area where it can have a huge impact. Okay. So when you say um, it can be optimized in different ways, can you just give a few examples of that? Yeah. I mean, when somebody's with with all of this data that would be available um, to, to anybody within a supply chain, you can look at every single element and, and scrutinize um, and, and make decisions, you know, based on um, what, whatever it is that you're looking to do, how your suppliers are, are operating, 
how things are being shipped, where they're being shipped. You know, every single element um, in the grand scheme of things can be can be looked at with a fine tooth comb, and and far better decisions can be made uh, about the whole journey of a product yeah. to the consumer. Yeah, that's that's um, really important, and I think that would really help with the whole ethical side of things. I think when it comes to sustainability, the environmental impact is important and being able to measure that and reduce waste and things like that and track what is actually taking place in the supply chain. But I mm-hmm. think that ethical side of things as well, knowing where things are made, who who's making Absolutely. things and having like um, a traceable kind of process to um, verify ethical practices is yeah. really, really yeah. um, something key to that definitely so um yeah if if, yeah, if brands are um you know if, if brands are, are keen whatever the goal is um whatever the brand promises uh to the consumer and um yeah it, it can every step of that can be proven and verified and and improved by the brand so um yeah as i say whatever those goals are obviously every company is going to have a slightly different goal and what they're trying to achieve but if it's uh shipping using specific uh energy you know energy or or cutting down route time or wh- whatever it is you know it, it can be pinpointed and, and improved and, and proven and demonstrated to a consumer okay and and shared actually with other other um other people within that supply chain, other other businesses to help them make better decisions. Yeah, so that's where the transparency comes in. I think in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. the, the lack of transparency is um, definitely a really big issue that we have. Um, mm. I wanted to, you yes. touched on the, the, the point of energy and I wanted to find out when, when we talk about like um, sustainability, we don't like, there's a lot of greenwashing going on in terms of like, oh, this is sustainable, that is sustainable. Mm. But when you unpack this situation it's not as sustainable as you would expect it to be so on the sustainable fashion podcast and we're looking at our digital future we're really keen on um technology Mm -hmm. side of things and um the only issue really it's like the elephant in the room is the energy consumption so it's a huge issue for sustainability and the digital future so um yeah what what should sustainable businesses be looking for or looking out for when considering blockchain solutions that are more sustainable? So if you could just talk about like the different ones like Ethereum, et cetera, and why they aren't sustainable or the, the energy problems with them mm. so people can understand the context. And then in, if you have any ideas of the, the latest um, options, because I know there's different options out there that people can be looking into that are actually more sustainable. Yeah. Um, so on, on my journey into this, um, as I say, since 2013 of looking at different solutions and, and, and looking to see, um, yeah, what can be done with, with blockchain, you know, um, how it can be implemented in all kinds of different ways. I've looked at different solutions, different ideas, different blockchains, and um, I'm not going to put any of them down right right now um, because everybody has, has their opinion. Um However, what, what I would say is um, we came to the realization that uh, scalability is, is at the core of, of the uh, energy kind of debate within blockchains. So um, if, if we look at sort of the energy uh, return on investment, um, a scalable blockchain that can handle almost, let's say, an unlimited amount of transactions 
And as those transactions go up, the fee goes down per transaction. This means that the return is 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 amazing. It's it's amazing uh, return above current the current situation because you can produce more value and get more done at less um, at a, at a, at a smaller cost and with less energy because more um, transactions can fit within let's say one block. So that, as far as I can see, is is the big answer here. It's it's scalability. So it needs to be a chain that can handle mass scale, and as the as it scales, the fee goes down. So more value can be produced. So if you have a supply chain uh, that throughout that supply chain is doing millions of transactions a day um, across the whole supply chain, let, let, you know. Um, for even for one company this means that with all of that data that can be shared um, it can improve the efficiency of the supply chain at a very small cost and and um, you know an improved energy consumption than what it is now as far as I can see um, so yeah this this would be my answer it's all about scalability okay so I know you don't want to mention specific um, solution like specific blockchains at the moment but what what should mm. um like if a a business is looking for a blockchain what are the kind of indicators that this is actually carbon um neutral or um sustainable kind of blockchain what are the indicators that they need to be looking for well what what i will say is is that in, in our conversations now, and we're having conversations and we have been since about 20, 2017 um, with different uh, companies with regards to actually building things um, it, within our company. And the only chain that we're looking at is BSV. Um, and this, this particular chain seems proven to scale and um, transaction fees reduce as it scales. Um, and it has a protocol that is set in stone, which means that um, infrastructure can be built, people can invest without a concern that the protocol changes further down the line, uh, absolutely destroying everything. And if we look at Ethereum now, and I'm, I'm not knocking Ethereum, that, you know, that it was that project that sort of first got me inspired, um, but they are now changing their, their whole protocol, which will change everything. And, um, and in my opinion, that, won't be a good change or one that works, but that's just my opinion. So, yeah, I, so so that would be where I think people would need to look um, if people know of another a competable, you know, a blockchain that compete. Well, well, that that could be great, but that that's where I would start. Say that people should start. Looking. And BSV stands for that is Bitcoin Satoshi Vision. So, um, yeah, this means that it's uh, it. The protocol is as was uh, laid out within the uh, original Satoshi white paper. Okay, that's a bit a bit of detail that some people that are quite techy and know a, a lot about blockchain would probably want to know. Um, I think yeah. for someone starting out, a, a, a small business starting out, I think we need to kind of like set the scene for like um, what what benefits blockchain. Um, have for sustainability so they can start thinking about that so some things that I had in mind um, is like reducing counterfeiting um, 
communicating traceability, validating kind of ethical sources and helping promote a bi-local ethos because you know exactly where things are made and things like that. So um, can we just speak a little bit about the challenges for the industry to, to make these things work? Do, do you have any yeah, any thoughts um, on that in terms of the benefits and, and actually getting it to, to work for the industry? I think all of the things that you mentioned are, are certainly benefits and are certainly um, can be done and, and can be done today. Um, and the challenges, well, that there aren't really many challenges because any company, any brand that's uh, a, a sustainable brand that wants to use blockchain can go right now and use a service provider to connect them with a blockchain and start putting their data on chain and so, so that it can be verified to, to an end user. So this is available today. Um, it can be done today. So, so there's very little barrier to entry. Um, and it's just about people at this stage going for it. I, I think, in my opinion, okay. that's um, quite interesting. Yeah, but all of those, all of those things that you mentioned, could be yeah, done. that's quite interesting. Yeah. Just to delve a little bit more deeper, like when you say a service provider, the decisions that people need to make is like, yeah. which blockchain am I going to use? Is it sustainable? Um, in terms of energy usage, and then which service provider can I use to connect me to that blockchain? Is that the the questions people need to be asking? The research that they need to be doing to get started yeah broadly um personally um i i only personally know of of um service providers that can do this today on the bsv blockchain and there's their companies that we've been in conversations with about partnerships and are still in conversations with about partnerships um there's various um the various companies that you could look at and it depends on on the brand goals but the easy solution would be to go to a company like unisoft um who have the solution there it's it's ready to go and with a discussion um a solution could be tailored to, to a fashion brand and in fact i know that unisoft are already uh, working with some textile uh, companies so um, okay that's amazing as i say it's 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 there yeah so um so just on this on the same topic, like what businesses need to consider when planning to get started with blockchain implementation. So things like mm. clean energy, I mean sorry, um clean data entry, like the data that they need to yeah. put into that. And then obviously the yeah. obviously the renewable energy power in the chain is important. What about things like talent to kind of um program the technology for the garment industry and like relationships between brands and factories and things like that how how does that all piece yeah. together in terms um, of like building um blockchain into your business as i say it's, it's very very simple um because you, nobody actually needs to worry about um uh, nobody really needs to worry about uh, blockchain developers and all of this type of thing unless they're planning to completely build out their own solution. And if they are planning to completely build out their own solution, there are companies that they can go to, such as Enchain, um, that, that may be able to help them not only with implementation, but actually understanding the patents involved in what they want to build. But actually, there, there's no real reason for anyone to go down that route just yet because we're at the start of this. So as I say, a brand can go, they can, they can use a service provider. Everything is there. 
um, a service provider, uh, provider such as Unisoc um, will give an API plugin to a brand or a company uh, that will effectively take all required data uh, and, and put it on a blockchain. So, so there are, there's no real technical barrier here. Once we get further down the road, um, and um, obviously it's kind of endless, what can be built on top of this? You know, extra things can be built, smart contracts can be implemented, more data can be added. Um, but at this present moment in time, you know, there's there's really no no real barrier. Um, so it's very simple. And as far as the energy consumption side, that is a difficult, um, that is a different, you know, I, I don't have all of the answers to the to the energy side. But what I can say is that based on my understanding, due to the scalability um, and the, the reduced cost um, at scale transactions of, of, a, of a blockchain such as BSV, um, it's, it's a very um, efficient blockchain and stands to only improve uh, supply chain management or logistics um, due to, to what can be achieved at such a low cost. And the renewable energy sources and all of these things uh, will come in to play surely, uh, um, you know, but uh, actually what can be achieved on the blockchain uh, is already uh, probably a net a net positive, a great net positive, I would think. Yeah, yeah. So it just sounds to me that um, businesses just need to have a strategy because um, blockchain is a tool at the end of the day. So having that strategy and knowing what you actually want to use the blockchain for and then going out exactly. and then finding yeah. that service provider and and selecting the right blockchain for your business and um, that is in line with the ethos of sustainability is probably the best way to go and then build it out from there. I think that's what you're trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah if, if uh, as you said, you know, um, everybody's going to have slightly different goals and, you know, they're going to want to demonstrate different things to their to, to their consumer that can be verified. Um, they may have certain goals with what data they want to share with their partners within a supply chain. Um, and, yeah, so once that goal is defined, then, then it's it's really just a case of moving forward with it, and it isn't that there's really nothing stopping people now, you know. So whether you're a big company, a small company, um, you can get in touch with with a company like Unisot, and I have no affiliation with Unisot, you know. As I say, we're we're in talks with them, um, but I kind of you know just want to yeah. share share this with people. So if other people want to go out and have a chat with Unisot, see see what sort of partnership you can put together. Um, yeah, no, it's amazing. As I and, say, they've already and got maybe solution, one so. day we could contact um, someone from there and get them on the podcast as well. So um, to talk more about yes, what they I'm do. Sure. So if, if they're a good resource for people, um, we're always here to share information yes. and resources. That's what the Sustainable Fashion Podcast is all about. Um, yeah, so yeah. how's blockchain going to transform communication um, supply chains and customer relationships for fashion businesses going forward. I think we've got a bit of an idea about that, but just in summary, what is the the main transformation? Would you say blockchain is going to provide? As I say, the the, the big. Um, I mean, there's there's going to be so much. I mean, there are so many areas to this that I can't even begin to to bring it all to mind. But the the big thing is is the amount of available data um, that that can be available to everybody. Uh, instantly so um you know at the at the moment um 
everything is very centralized and there's high costs for people to to be able to get data and share data that's valuable uh, for them to make better decisions. So the thing is with um, a blockchain system like Unisoc is you decide what data is shared with who and how. And, um, you know, and, and with more and more people and the network effect growing, obviously that just just takes on more and more value for everybody so so that's that's huge and um yeah the how it can that that obviously it increases the credibility and connection with the consumer um a consumer even with this current system if you as a brand now uh, start putting your data on chain and you verify uh, what it is your product, how it was uh, manufactured and shipped and everything like that and put it on chain. Um, that can be made available uh, through a um, digital product passport to your consumer. It's all part of the same um, Unisoc product. And uh, so so you, you can start building great relationship with your, with your consumers so that they can really trust you. And there's just so much that is going to be done with that. I know there's a lot being built into the... Uh, digital product passport there's all sorts of amazing things that are going to be done with the market inside and um yeah it's just it's just phenomenal but um, yeah yeah so that there's just there's just so much and and as i say this isn't this isn't something that might be available one day this this is available today so um and uh, you know so it's a, a big thing and there's not a i think a lot of people are sort of looking that there's a bit of a barrier because if they're thinking if you don't get the whole industry or a, a certain a lot of people on the same blockchain using this technology they see it as well why bother but the thing is a small company a big company can start putting their information on chain today and start building credibility with their um, consumer um you know this is this can only be a good thing if if it's a sustainable uh, brand and they want to demonstrate that and give more information to the consumer they can start today yeah. so they, they don't need everybody to be on the blockchain. yeah and i definitely think that's really true for the issue of greenwashing i think it said that over 60 percent of um green claims are actually greenwashing in the fashion industry so that's a really high percentage of brands that are saying that they're yeah. doing things that they're not and this can only aid sustainable brands that are doing the right thing to actually consumers can actually look and see yeah this is actually a sustainable brand rather than having that air of mystery and the, the lies and deception about what's actually really taking place so i think that's really great and i think it's great that it's Absolutely. available right now for people to start um, investing the time into yeah 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 and um with this this system who whoever is put, putting data on chain is is kind of liable for that data that they're putting on chain you know so so even today if somebody's uh, allowing data to be put on the chain they're they're liable for what's being put on chain and uh, you know and if contractually their suppliers and and all of these people are also liable under contract you know and this isn't legal advice this is just my understanding yeah, yeah. i'm not a, so obviously the data needs to be lawyer, the data but, needs uh, to be um correct and truthful because it can clearly be traced back to the person that is not not being straightforward yeah, about the, the information yeah exactly it's a you know verifiable sort of source of uh, truth so it's in everybody's interest to ensure that the data that is put on chain is is 
true. So even if somebody is saying, hey, we use, you know, this product, it, it came from this place, we use these dyes. Um, obviously, if, if that, even if that's um, at the end of the line, if that's put on chain so that if, uh, you, an end user, a buyer can look at that, you know, then, then they are, um, by doing so, you know, they're, they're sort of liable for what they're saying. So uh, as I say, so this, this isn't, this is something people can start using and, and, and uh, implementing today. Yeah. So um, I'm coming towards the end of the conversation. I've got a couple more questions um, for you. I think it's been really insightful. Um, and I'm, I've been a, black, a fan of like blockchain for years in terms of like how smart contracts can help with transparency and just the mm. whole idea um, of like blockchain really, really appeals to me for sustainability. Um, so I'm glad we could have this conversation and kind of share because I know we've had some great conversations in the past and that's why I invited you on the podcast. I was like, oh, people need to yeah. like hear this. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's been really good. But um, blockchain can also be used for things like tokenization, digital fashion in the form of NFTs and smart contracts and more. Mm. So how important, because we didn't touch on these things, but I'm glad we didn't because I think these are the kind of the, the main things that people think blockchain can be used for, but like how important yeah. will it, will blockchain be for smaller businesses to adopt and um, what resources are available to support blockchain implementation into various aspects of sustainable fashion businesses. So we can just talk broadly about these things like tokenization, digital fashion, NFTs, smart contracts and all these types of things. Yeah. Yeah, so I think obviously for smaller brands, the you know, I mean, there's no reason not to to jump on it because the sooner you know smaller brands start taking advantage and getting their data online for for their consumers to verify, they're kind of uh, you know that they're, they're actually, in my opinion, that's an advantage because it adds so much credibility to a brand. You know, if you, if somebody's prepared to go and and start using that technology, so. Um, you know, there's good reasons for small businesses to, to get in. And also as things grow, larger companies and all companies are going to need to verify and prove, you know, so if, if somebody's offering a great product that, that's aligned with the sustainable wants and needs of the, the client, uh, the customer, then um, they're going to be in a great position. Um, so so that is definitely a good reason for, for smaller companies to jump on board I think, and start using it ahead of the, the larger companies even. Um, and as far as the NFTs and tokenization, uh, the funny thing is, at its, at its core, what we're talking about through this whole sort of conversation is NFTs because people are talking about NFTs, um, but actually in, in its essence, when you create a, a, a digital twin of a, of a product, you're creating an NFT. You know, so uh, if you if you are creating a uh, if you're putting a I don't, let's say a jacket on the blockchain, so you're creating a digital twin of that jacket, uh, which can then be tracked and traced through uh, RFID chips or, or uh, QR QR codes. Um, so in effect, that is an NFT. Um, it's, it's just it's a the, the conversation yeah. about NFTs at the moment is, yeah, people have just sort of, uh, in my opinion, missed the point. You know, because what can be done with NFTs is incredible. I mean, um, it's the same as if a digital creator wants to uh, make content available um, and, and share exclusive access to that. 
So it's really the same type yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, this is what's really interesting when you're creating a digital twin of a of a garment. Let's say um, when that end user gets it, they can specifically see the data available to that garment, um, and that there is even uh, potential value. Uh, further down the line in the second-hand market and this type of thing for um, for clothing or all sorts of things. Yeah, so I think um, in the context so, yeah. of, like, NFTs, people really think about art and, like, kind of digital fashion in terms of um, s- samples of clothing, like digital um, expressions of clothing and things like that. But the, the idea that the NFT holds information, so it's like the data related to that inf- to that artwork as well is a really important point to, mm. to, to make. And then obviously that the NFT can hold um videos, it can oh, it can hold um images, it can hold animations, etc. So um yeah, I think that's really important to broaden the idea of like what is what an NFT can actually um can actually function as. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yes. At at, at its core, if it, if you think about it at, at the core uh, whether or not you are um, using a blockchain to transfer ownership of intellectual property or uh, creating um, in-world uh, digital products that are uh, linked to a blockchain or, or whether or not you're using it for fashion, um, for people to verify that a brand is what it says it is or that it was shipped and made the way that the brand says it is. It's all about creating a digital twin of that thing that's on the blockchain and has its history with it so um at the core you know it, it sort of boils down to that yeah yeah i have um one final question i know we've been talking about blockchain um a lot today and that was the whole point of the conversation mm. but i know you have um a project going on that is actually relevant to sustainability and you have like a sustainable leaders program um that you have it, that you have and you're looking for sustainable fashion leaders to participate in that i just wondered if you wanted to talk a little bit about that as well um in case anyone listening um might might be a sustainable leader that wants to get involved in that project sure um yeah so that would be um under under my uh, company as i say we kind of build platforms um so they're, they're like the best way i can describe is like a comparison or 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 a quote platform uh, which links people to, to different industries products services um, and this is this is at the heart of, of what the company does so um, and one of those is uh, called green energy compare um, yeah obviously with with the way things have gone over the last couple of years it's or the, yeah last couple of years it's shaken things up a little bit um, but in essence yeah we, we're helping people get some information about um, renewable energy um, products and services and connecting them with suppliers, installers, uh, etc. So it's really an opportunity to put content out there to help people understand, um, yeah, some of the technologies that are available to them and then connect them with, with relevant parties. And um, yeah, then one of the things that we've tried to do with that is to create a, um, just a little side project on the, on the company which is uh, just getting good sustainable brands together and trying to get them involved in some content. Uh, so, so yeah, that's uh, we're, we're always open to to um, any sustainable businesses that 
would like to become a, a potential sort of partner. And uh, when we're doing content on a on an area that's related to, let's say, fashion or, or whatever area it is, then maybe we can call on them to get some insight for some content. But it's it's really just about getting some content out and, and helping you know helping people uh, get more of that. Yeah, more good content. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm here collaborating with you to help find um, sustainable leaders and things like that. So what would you say the best um, way for people to get involved in that project? Would that be to reach out to me or to reach out to you directly? Um, they can they can reach out to you. Um, that's, yes, that's, that's absolutely fine. Your your you know your community if they just uh, somehow get in touch with you and uh, you can pass it on and we'll, we'll get in touch with them. Uh, we've we've been slow you know sl- it's kind of uh, slowed down a little bit over the last few months. Uh, obviously, there's just um, yeah lots of it's a it's a crazy time. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we, we'd actually hoped to have have got more content out by now, but um it's it's just been a very very busy uh yeah busy time no lots of uncertainty no worries so. but the, the podcast is evergreen and i'm sure the project is evergreen so anyone that's listening to the podcast um when it's been published or any time in the future if you do want to reach out to me um at info at global fashion marketplace.co.uk and you're interested in the sustainable leaders project just um drop an email um saying sustainable leaders and then I can connect you with Darren and you can have that conversation because um, the project is going to be growing over time. So, um, yeah, so that's why I thought it would be great to mention it on the podcast as well. Yeah, so Darren. Great, thanks. This has been the Sustainable Fashion Podcast. I've really enjoyed um, the conversation with you today and the insights, especially the key thing I, I'm taking away really is the NFT subjects. I think sometimes you hear like the metaverse NFTs and all this stuff. Sometimes it can be like mind boggling or like can go over your head if you don't understand the details, but I can see the connection to blockchain now Mm. and the importance of it to kind of um, capture that information and share that information um, with transparency and the different applications is just amazing um, in the way that they can be used. So um, I really Mm. took that away from this conversation. And yeah, so um, if right. anyone wants to reach out to you, is there any any information that you want to leave with them um, at the end of the podcast? Um, just, uh, yeah, my email. Um, if, if anybody wants to reach out with any ideas of uh, potential partnerships or, um, you know, with regards to, to blockchain, uh, you can get in touch with me, um, darren at dacogroup.com. And uh, always happy to, to chat. Amazing. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Darren. I always in, enjoy our conversations and I'm, I'm really glad we could get um, yeah, uh, get you on the podcast today. Lovely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's good chat. No worries. The Sustainable Fashion Podcast is in partnership with the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network. <laughs>